Hello, kings and queens. This is Jacqueline here with the Grow Program. Thank you for growing with me. Um, you know, I had did an episode once on the highway and um, how I love the highway. I'm by the highway, you know, and the highway reminds me of life, how the on-ramps and off-ramps, how people get on and off your life and how you keep on down the journey. And I had a beloved aunt, and I told you about her. She um, she would drive 70, 80 miles, come see you, and stay about five minutes. And um, she loved the highway. And um, I miss her a lot. And uh, I spent a lot of time with her. And I'm going to tell you something. African people, you know, I, I know me in particular. When I get behind the wheel... You know, I'm, I feel kind of free and I'm happy, but at the same time, I'm apprehensive because for some reason, I'm I'm always on the lookout just to make sure that I'm, you know, within the, the where I'm supposed to be with, you know, uh, within the law and making sure the law is not around me nowhere, you know. And for some reason, I don't know what it is because uh, and I've always been like this. Except when I was at work, the only only time I didn't feel this way was when I was when I was a bus driver, cause I had you know I have a CDL, so you know I was you know they don't too much pull us over, you know they pull over a lot of truck drivers, but not too many bus drivers. And I, you know, police please don't start doing it. Um, anyway, I just you know that that but one that's one thing about African people, cause see we used to get around. Our ancestors got around. On the bus, on the train, or by foot. You know, they didn't have cars, you know, for a long time. And then when they finally got cars, they were still harassed by the police. You know, um, they couldn't drive freely. You know, and, and I still, I don't know about many of you, how you feel, you know, as you drive, but that's, I feel that way sometimes when I get behind the wheel. You know, I'm looking to see you know, make sure I'm for sure. Make sure I'm within the um, uh, you know, speed limit and everything. But also looking out to see where the police, you know, because he usually ducking and dodging and hiding somewhere. And I, I don't like how they do that. I wish they wouldn't do that. You know, because it makes people just uh, it, it's it's not to me. It's not a deterrent uh, just to know that you you hiding in the bushes somewhere. And you know, because that that may scare somebody. You know, uh, all of a sudden, you know. People just need to be aware of their um, how they drive and aware of their speed limit. You know, because see, I'm, a, I'm I, as I'm driving down the road. Me being African, as I'm driving down the road, I'm looking for them. You know, because see, they always harassing us anyway. So I got to not only look out for the road and the highway and the and the people. You know. Um, <clears throat> Other drivers, I have to look out for the police too because you know uh, I I I I look I I fit the description you know already and um uh, you know so I got to see you know I got to be looking out and uh, we have to be mindful people you know that's nothing I'm not trying to say anything bad about the police because but it is what it is you know I had somebody who say that to me all the time you make me so mad why you always gotta say that. But it's true. It, it it is what it is. It really is. And, and I find myself saying it a lot because it is. That's exactly what it is. What it is. Okay, let's get off that. Anyway, um, but I want you to know, people, I love you. You know, you are royalty. You know, 
I found out a lot of stuff about me um, that I, I also, you know, that I like to talk. And um, and and this one thing I find, I also find out, you know, when I do my couple friends, you know, people do call me, um, they hear them and talk. See, because I talk and, and I talk a sermon to them. I will. I noticed that. And my daughter has said that to me. If she asked me a question, it'll turn into a sermon. And her look on her face, I know what I'm doing. So I got to stop because she has told me that, Mama, you turn everything into a sermon. And I do. You know, I'm sitting here watching a squirrel going up the tree. I can turn that into a sermon because, see, we got to take, uh, uh, you know, we got to uh, uh, like the squirrel. He innocent. You know, he just he just is innocent. But he, and he going he's so going about his way and so busy in the street running around and trying to catch uh, 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 one behind acorns or whatever he doing. He just is innocent and, and, and ain't mindful that these cars is running back and forth down the road. He's just running back and forth across the road. But the cars come the other direction. He can't even make up his mind which way he want to go. He ain't even paying attention what's coming ahead and that's a lot of us see i take that into it i take anything of god and turn it into a sermon honey and so you know when and and, and anything else you don't know, turn around to something right you know uh somebody asked me something so i try to be mindful of, of not doing that you know when i talk to especially talking to my baby um, you know, she wanna ask me a question, a simple question should be yes or no, but I turn something in into a preach and talking to her. <laughs> she don't like that. Okay, um, but it'd be funny. And um, but with my friends, you know, they like to do all the talking. See, because they want to hear them get their point across. So I gonna turn it into a sermon because I can get on one as you can see. I didn't even realize this about me. And I didn't realize that I was I'm funny. I didn't know this. You know, my brother was very funny. I thought he was the funny one. <clears throat> you know, maybe some of him, you know, he, I know his spirit is with me. And I know also the pure souls, the ancestors are with me. That's why these sermons come out the way they do. That's why I can't go by no script. You know, um, talking about assassination of character. You know, I didn't, I it had slipped my mind about Dr. King. And matter of fact, uh, we're going to celebrate it on Monday. You know, but it had slipped my mind that his birthday was Friday. And, and I come up with that episode because that's the ancestors giving me that, those episodes. I feel the spirits of people... Of of beloved ancestors, not just slaves and 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 those type of people, but I feel the, the spirits of, of famous people also. You know, I do. Like I'm moved by Prince. I'm moved by by people. I truly am. And and it's it's because and I say this, and and this is coming from real, because Africans were under oppression in this country, so we are not judged. As harshly as others are judged and will be judged. Um, we, you know, what we, the oppression that we've done ourselves, the oppression that Prince done to himself was because of the oppression that was put on about, about this country uh, uh, under Africans, you know, drugs, you know, pushing drugs into the community, pushing the, the crack and the opioids. But it became a problem because some other races got addicted. 
You know, so now it's a problem. Now we got to go after the big pharma. Now we got to go after Walmart. We got to go after people who put these drugs out in the community now because it's a problem for these other races. You know, um, wasn't no problem when the babies was born addicted to crack and all of this, you know, and we had the foster care systems overwhelmed. You know, that's another that's another system that is really, really, really messed up. I mean, it is really messed up because it does everything it can to divide families. I don't care what they image they try to portray because I, I know for a fact firsthand, they do everything they can to keep these babies away from these parents. It don't matter if these moms and dads jump through hoops and hurdles because I watched my daughter do it. These parents jump through hoops and hurdles. Then I turn around and watch the father do it. He jumped through hoops and hurdles, and they still got the baby. Know why? Because the federal government is giving them money, giving the state the money to keep the baby, to keep the baby away from the parents so the parents uh, don't really have the means to fight the lawyer, to fight against the state, to get the baby back. You know, uh, uh, it don't even matter. A, a, a neglect charge, a neglect charge, one neglect charge is what kept my grandbaby away from uh, her her parents. One neglect choice. They, they will not give her back to her father and have done everything they can to divide. That's one thing I'd say about this state. They have done everything they can to divide, to keep those parents. And I'm going to tell it. I got to tell it because it's the truth. So I don't care. You know, they have done everything they can to keep this, this, these parents away from their baby. Now, I, you know, understand my daughter's situation a little more, but the father's situation, he's trying to get his baby. And, you know, they are, you know, it's just, it is what it is. You know, it's what, you know, is is money. And more, you know, I can, un it's a, it's a, it's a say, it's a situation where, um, there are parents who should not be parents, but there are parents who have, who have redeemed themselves, who have done better, who have tried because I've seen it. I know firsthand. So I, I'm not talking about something I don't know. Um, and everything that I discuss, I've, I've dealt with it firsthand. I've lived it. I know it. I, I've overcame it. So I know what I'm talking about. This, the states are a form of oppression and how they do parents and how they do the, the child support system, you know, um, and, and how they do um, the justice system, you know, uh, we need to revamp a whole lot of things, a whole lot of areas when it comes to Africans. You know, um, this is how I'm, I'm, I'm trying to teach us better how to overcome. You know, we need to work together as parents sit down and work together in agreement to remove this man out this child support system or remove this woman out this child support system because it's a form of oppression. It's a it's, it's a it's a way to just keep us held down. You know, it's more bondage. You know, they all they do is sit up and think about ways to hold people down. You know, you held down by child support. You you can't even get a job because you know they took away your license. How you supposed to get a job with your license gone? You got and then you got to turn around and pay all this money. See, I'm gonna tell you some women. You going in these relationships looking at how you gonna 
what this man got and how you going to get this and you finna have a baby and you going to get him out of child support. But I want you to think about something. And this is serious. You will be judged by your heart and how you do people. I remove my ex-husband from child support. He owed me $20,000, over $20,000. I removed him for that and forgave that. We need to think about what's best for our children and put ourselves aside and think about our heart and think about how God is going to judge us. You know, by our actions, the heart is the design for our actions. It's the architect. So you need to think about what you do before you do. You need to do a heart checkup. Greatness reached over our oppression through wisdom all over the world, people. We are rising. We are coming out with substance. God is with us. Our beloved ancestors are with us. The spirits are not resting, as Christianity teaches. Africans are spiritual. God bless you.